it's finally time to get serious about building your brand. You already have the skill and the talent, so let's put the pieces in motion right now. Let Travis Bailey guide you through the process of creating a strong and consistent digital presence. Sit back and relax and prepare for your brand new life. Greetings and welcome to the Brand New Life Podcast. My name is Travis and I am excited about being able to share with you today and I want to welcome you to the Brand New Life Podcast. Um, this is an opportunity that I have to share with you um, different ways and different uh, opportunities to grow into a successful entrepreneur. Through a series of in-depth conversations, I am sure that you will feel better about stepping out into your brand new life. I want to welcome you. Uh, if this is your first time, I want to say thank you for listening. Um, the podcast is a little old now, but it's, it's finally getting out there and getting some traction. So I want to thank you for listening. Uh, right now, we are in the holiday season and um, the spirit of giving is alive and well. And so what better way to be able to give a gift than give the gift of inspiration? Um, so we're beginning a new series entitled My Passion Made Me Do It. We're sharing the stories of entrepreneurs and they are sharing their steps that they took to connect with their passion and live out their dreams. Uh, today, we have a very special guest and now you're going to learn more about her really quickly. But before we go into that, I'd love for you to uh, give us some feedback on the show. Um, if you go to open up your wherever um, podcast app you're listening to this in, um, give us some love. Show us um Tell us some things you like about the podcast or even some future episodes that you'd like to see. Um, I want to make sure that we're creating content that is motivating you to get closer to your dreams and to get off the wheel. <laughs> now, today, uh, I want to introduce you to someone who I have come to know through uh, a couple of different circles, but she's a genuine person. Um, I love her heart. I love the, the things that motivate her. And she is a very um, multi-talented entrepreneur. She's got her hands in a few different things. And I believe that her life and the way that she treats people and, you know, encourages people and young people that she's really setting herself up for success, not only in the eyes of God, but in, you know, in the hearts of people. She's a phenomenal person. And I can't wait to, for you to get to know her. So I'm going to read her bio. And after that, I'm going to bring in Miss Narasha Williams. Narasha Williams, a native of Washington, D.C., currently residing in Raleigh, N.C., is an entrepreneur committed to being an example of change she desires to see in this generation. Her determination is her distinction, which is consistently ignited by her ever-growing relationship with Christ. Through this relationship, she realized that her passion and creative ability soar and is resolute to ensure that everything she does will empower the same ability in others. Ms. Williams sits at the helm of two thriving businesses, the Creative Agency, a graphic design company, and a clothing line, Ambition Life Co. Ambition Life Co. is not just a clothing brand, but a lifestyle. We believe you are what you wear. If that be the case, then why not live out your own ambition? This line was dedicated to enhance the minds to think big. The slogan we live by is, get it, live it. Understanding that there is nothing too hard if you allow your ambition. Understanding that there is nothing too hard if you allow your ambition to be the motivating force. Narasha through ambition is here to wake up the world one t-shirt, one button, one quote, one dream at a time. She believes the saying, the only thing that comes to the sleeper is a dream. Her desire is to inspire the dreamer to not only dream, but to live out their ambitions. 
Narasha is simply ambition, the assertion of one's dream and aspirations, living them out to the fullest. Narasha says you have to start somewhere if you're going to end anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Narasha Williams. And our guest today is Narasha Williams. Narasha, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm, I'm glad you're here. Um, I'm interested in your story and I'm interested in what you're going to share with our audience today. So with that being the backdrop, just tell us about who you are and what you do. Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> um, again, I'm Narasha. Uh, I am the owner of the Creative Agency, which is a graphic design um, company and branding. Um, I, I'm also the owner of Ambition Life Company, which is um, it's a clothing brand. We do t-shirts. We're stepping out and doing um, different types of uh, clothing now, but it's a lifestyle brand um, geared towards, um, um, I have the understanding that you are what you wear. And um, if you are what you wear, then why not wear something positive that'll push you to the next place? So those are the two um, that I do on top of a whole bunch of other things. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, so before we jump into the, the heavy lifting here, I just want to ask you, um, what's what's one thing in your life that you're most grateful for right now? Um, my life, um, honestly. Um, and I don't say that as cliche. Um, and this is just uh, kind of putting it out there. Um, I was in the hospital like four days, uh, for four days, uh, the week before last, uh, having seizures and they still don't know where it's coming from. So I'm grateful for life. Wow. I didn't even know that. Most people don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sometimes you got to move in silence. I definitely understand. Well, I'm glad you're better. Um, and I'm, I'm certain that they'll find what they need to find real soon. So, as you know, uh, this this series now we're, we're getting into. You're the first guest in the series, and it's basically about passion. And so, when we're talking about passion and we're talking about entrepreneurship, um, I want to know what is your passion. Um, my passion overall, um, it of course ties to um, what it is that I do as it pertains to graphics and everything. But my overall passion is working and and impacting young people. Um, from the church world to entrepreneurship, um, just to them being leaders and, and not followers um, in their communities, in their schools. Um, and then graphics just kind of smooths it way, you know, right on over to it as well. But overall, my passion is working with young people, which I do as well. Awesome. Okay. So then how, how, has, your, how has your passion uh, impacted your journey to entrepreneurship? Because I know a lot of people have, you know, various stories, but with, with you, with what you do, um, I'm interested to know uh, what, how you got there. Like, how did your, how does your passion connect with your entrepreneurship spirit? Uh, uh, funny story. <laughs> um, so my, um, I was, you know, in the church now, still with my pastor. Um, and, um, we did a split, a church split, and um, someone was, you know, used to doing her graphics, um, started charging or whatever the case is. I don't know the full story of it, and I'm, I won't go into full detail, um, but uh, they started charging. And I asked, so I was like, you know, because I feel like, you know, at some point we do so back into, I'm not saying that you do everything for free, um, but you do so back into the ministry that sows into you um, or pours into you. And so um, 
I asked, I was like, oh, can I try it? I've always been, uh, I always like computers. Let's put it that way. I've always liked computers. Um, but I've never did like the graphic side of things. So I wanted to try it out. And the flyers were horrible. Um, yep, they were super, <laughs> they were super horrible. Um, we went back not long ago and looked at it. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm ashamed. But um, she allowed me to do it. Um, and um, Tyrell, um, I can't think of Tyrell's last name, but he does graphics. And he would give me a few pointers here and there um, to help me with um, doing it. And it was, I want to say it was like my pastor's um, anniversary. And so um, her eighth anniversary is now, it's her 23rd anniversary. So so many years later um doing it and so he gave me some pointers of how to do it and how to um put things together but no one will ever really take the initiative or even if i would reach out it was so hard to get people to like really give me information on how to do it so i started doing it on my own i just started like just playing with stuff um and then from my pastor she would you know put the information out there like oh she did my graphics I'm like, these are horrible. But back then, it was it was okay. So for just starting out, it was okay because, you know, I wasn't charging a whole lot. Um, and then one day, we were in service, and um, maybe two years after I started designing for her, um, or for the church, rather, uh, two years later, we were in, in service, and she started praying for me. And when she started praying for me, she prayed that God would begin to open the creative portal um and allow my brain and and you know my mind to be able to um acquiesce to what i see and and what could be for bringing life to those who have different needs um and so i was like oh that's weird because uh, you know in my mind like i didn't <laughs> i didn't want to do that like i wanted to be the first black woman to coach the nfl like i did football wow. everything and so um, so for all of it to change, getting saved and doing, I was like, this is only God. Um, and so she prayed and I was like, yeah, okay. You know, kind of like, not necessarily whatever, but just whatever. Um, and so anyway, um, after she did that, I want to say maybe a couple of months later, I was like, I'm going to make this my business. Um, because more people started coming to me, um, more people started to, uh, pull on the fact that like, cause the designing we're starting to get better. <laughs> um, and so I did it. I stepped out and I did it. I didn't know anything about business um, as it pertains to having or being an entrepreneur. I never knew anything about it. Um, I had to take a business minor in school because of um, wanting to do sports. Um, but overall, I didn't know anything about any of this. And so it was a, literally a leap of faith. And um, as I took it, I began to become fearful because I'm like, I don't know. I've never seen success. And so I wasn't afraid to fail because I've seen failure. I've witnessed failure and I've been through failure. So I wasn't afraid to fail. I was just afraid to succeed because I didn't know what it looked like. And then again, you know, my pastor prayed. I prayed. I talked to God because, you know, while she may have prayed and may believe, I need to believe. You know, I need to be able to um, hear God and, and see what this thing is for me. Um, and so that's how it kind of all connected. Um, and then from there, it just turned into a business. And here we are, I want to say nine years later, somewhere like that, nine years later. Um, and it's now my, it's been my business for nine years. And so that's how yeah. it, it, it collided. Wow, that's 
I love yeah. hearing stuff like that. Like just just the birth of it and and how it can be so awkward. You know, I went I went to school as to be a teacher, and I taught for ten oh, wow. years before I gave up <laughs> and decided to do design and stuff full time. So it's it's amazing to hear people's story and how uh, God just got them all together to do what they're really supposed to be doing. And that's really the basis right. of this, of this um, series that we're doing. It's just, you know, helping people connect with their passion, helping people understand that, you know, whatever you may do now, it may not be the thing you're supposed to actually be doing. And I think right. some people need to hear that to help them get over the hump and make that decision to pursue their dreams. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. Because, again, I wanted to be the first black woman coach in the NFL. Sports was my everything. I did it in school, in high school. I did it a little bit. Um, I was starting to actually do it at Central, but after um, after a while, I was like, I, I don't want to do this, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. So it definitely um, it'll change your whole entire life, um, but for the better. Right, right. I agree. It, that's such a mm, pardon the expression, but that's such a naked feeling. Like when you. Mm-hmm. You go to school to do one thing and then you realize that that's not what you're going to do. And it's like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? That, that's mm. Stop. look, look, I stopped. I, I stopped. I <laughs> I have about close to 80 hours of, of school of college. And I was just like, because I don't know. And I'm, I refuse to pay money that I don't know. And right now, you know, I'm in, and not to say it in a bragging manner, but I trust the God. And um, what I, I feel like what school would have given me, um, it would have put a cap on my my level of creativity to a degree. Hmm. Um, some some differ in that. Um, some don't. It, it, it's um, I just feel like because they will want you to design or do certain things a certain way. And so in my mind, I, I was like, I would never go to school um, for something that will cause um, I create a certain levels of my creativity to be capped. Now, um, fashion wise, sure. You know, cause I believe there's certain things that you have to learn and you must learn. And the basics, even in graphic designing, I believe, but I don't know that story because I didn't go to school for graphic designing. I literally learned it, um, through trial and error, through looking at some videos, through trusting God through the process. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting and a naked feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. So let me ask you this while we're on the topic um, of entrepreneurship now. How, how did you discover that you were a good fit to be a, a successful entrepreneur? And I'm calling you successful um, because I think, um, and I, I don't know if you know my story, and I just throw this out here to intro to you, but um, when I finally made the leap and I left my job, um, before, prior to leaving, I was taking phone calls in the bathroom trying to hide and talk to clients because I didn't want them to realize that I was just a one person operation. Um, but when I finally left the first two weeks that I was out, no one called, no one emailed, no one asked for anything. And so it was really scary. So I was starting to wonder if I wasn't a good fit for it. So I want to ask you, um, you know, how, how did you discover that you were a good fit to be an entrepreneur? Um, I kept my full-time job and I still have it. And so I'm battling now with like, when do I, you know, when do I leave? Um, what time is, cause I, in my for me, I just don't like living paycheck to paycheck is just not what I'm used to. It's not. And so I'm like, I ain't sleeping on nobody couch. I ain't selling my car. I'm not doing any of this just to do 
business. But what I realized is that even in my prayers and even in asking God to lead me and show me and open up um, new contracts and new business relationships, he began to do it so much so that, you know, I've gotten, I have favor on my job. Um, my entire, everyone at my job knows what I do. Now, granted, I don't do graphics on, on my, you know what I'm saying? I don't do it while I'm at work. Um, but if I have a phone call, I'm going to take the phone call. I'm going to step away from my desk and I'm going to go take it. The other side to it is, um, is that I do a lot of communicating via um, email as well. And so I think the, the good fit part for me is that um, the contracts are still coming through. The clients are still um, coming through because, again, like I said before, I, my, my fear was to be successful. Um, not to fail, like, and I think a lot of us, um, and when, most, when I say that to some people, they're like, what? Yeah, I know what it feels like to fail. I know what it feels like. And I was having a conversation with my friend. Um, she's actually in um, fashion, in the fashion industry and is doing very well. Um, and she was like, she doesn't know what it's like to to fail or, you know, for someone to say no. I was like, girl, God's going to tell you no just because, you know, um, and we laugh at it and we joke. But I think that w that's what helps make you um, it gives you tougher skin. And so um, I wouldn't necessarily say um, that entrepreneurship was a good fit for me. I was a good fit for entrepreneurship. Mm. Um, and I think sometimes we think that entrepreneurship is just um, you're doing that and that alone. Like you don't have a nine to five, you don't do whatever. But I do know that, you know, there comes, there, there has to be steps. Everybody's story is not the same. And what causes some entrepreneurs to fail is because they look for their story to be like somebody else's. Um, again, my story is I'm not sleeping on nobody's couch. I'm not selling my car. I'm not selling anything just to, to do it because I feel like for me, this is just my faith is that if it's God, it'll speak and it won't lie. Um, and so um, even through the slow processes um, or the slow, you know, clientele or different things happening, um, I don't take it as a negative. I take it as a pruning. I take it as growth and, you know, okay, now take a look here and see where you have to be here so that way you can get to this particular place. So, um, yeah, that's my story. And I think I'm going to stick to that. That's, <laughs> wow. You you said so much. Um, and I'm sitting over here trying not to jump out of my seat. Um, there was one thing that you said that really resonated with me and maybe it may be something that you can say or expand on to help other people. But you say you fear success. Tell me what you meant by that. Um, so again, a lot of times I feel like, and so I, I didn't grow up in church. Um, I didn't grow up in, you know, a nice neighborhood or anything like that. I grew up in Southeast DC. And, and so, um, it's life. You see drugs, you see shooting, you see all of these things. And so I saw people, uh, fail a lot or I saw people uh, minimize themselves because of the area or because of where where we were or where we grew up um, and so a lot of times you don't get to see the success you see the success on TV you know you see the success um, for you know celebrities and things like that and my thing is like I can't touch you as a celebrity um, so you telling me that you're successful I don't know what it took for you to become successful whereas um, for me um, I, again, I knew what it was like to fail. I knew what it was like for somebody to tell me no. Um, so that wasn't the, the scary part. I conquered that, you know, the, the hardest part to conquer was to be like, okay, you can do it. Even though you didn't see anybody else do it yet, 
you can do it. Even if you're the first person in your family, you can do it. And so I began to go with that. You know, I want to be the first person in my family to go to school, uh, to go to college or finish college, which is why I, you know, will now, you know, transition myself back to go ahead and finish because I'm like, you know, I want to be the first to do it. Not just to say that I did it, but because it gives, I feel, um, a brown and it gives someone else the ability to reach. I didn't have anywhere to reach for success. I had to find it. And so I found it in my relationship and, and my experience with and through God. And so now here I am, I'm no afraid of that because it was holding me back. I wouldn't take certain clients because I'm like, Oh my God, it's what or I wouldn't promote my, my brand. Like if you look now, like it's like, it's several pictures, but compared to like sometimes what a lot of graphic designers and um, people share, I don't, I wasn't sharing a lot because I'm like, ah, because I knew the gift that I had, like, Oh, it's going to cause other people to want me to do their work or it'll make take me further than I want it to be. And because I wasn't for sure of that, I wanted to stay in this box. Um, but I put up a status on yesterday on um, on Facebook. Um, it, it's a song that says, I don't want to box you in. It's talking about God because you're big enough. And because he's big enough, I'm big enough to be outside of that box. And so I kind of keep that in my forefront sometimes because it will it'll fear a grip, grip hold tight. Like, all right, you ain't going to do this. Nah, I am going to do it, you know? And so that's what I meant by, um, I'm, I'm not afraid to fail. It's the succeeding part because sometimes it's what we don't see. We get to see the failures on so many different levels, but we don't sometimes get to see the success of some people. And so we don't have anything to measure or measuring to, to, you know, like, Oh, they did that. So I'll be able to do that. If that sense. That is so, I love that. I mean, just the perspective alone. And I feel like it's so unique how God set that up for you um, to be able to go through it that way, because so many people don't have that perspective. I've personally, um, I always tell people I was, I was pretty much born on a pew, but mm-hmm. you know, just, Oh man, that you, you just said so much. <laughs> it just, that just, that just really, that really touched me because I used to, and I still battle with it sometimes. I, fearing success and mm-hmm. you know oh my gosh like this person approached me I'm gonna if I do this right I'm gonna make it but then I spend 17 hours on the project that only takes me four because I'm trying to be a perfectionist and it, it, yeah. there's so many things that go into the thought process of being successful that we gloss Absolutely. over because of the fear of actually making it mm. right gosh okay so <laughs> We, we, we got the meat of everything down, but I want people to learn a little bit more about you and what makes you tick. And so I got a couple of questions for you, and I'm going to start with the first one. Um, okay. What, what books are you reading right now, or have you read in general that you would like to recommend to the audience? Um, I'm actually reading um, John Gray's book. I am, I believe it's I Am Number Eight. I love that book. Um, and Taraji's, um, Taraji Hansen book. She's my favorite, um, person. Like, I love her. Um, I'm reading her book. Um, it's Around the Way Girl. So I'm reading both of those, um, and getting, you know, getting in, into, you know, a different place and different mindset of, um, just certain, certain things, you know, um, being confident a, a little bit more, um, but having the spiritual as well as having, um, not necessarily the street, but just, 
understanding her process as well um, because her process was, you know, one way it's like, oh, man, I can relate to that. Um, and so I think sometimes we have to have those things that are relatable for us to fully understand um, to get to a ne- to another place. Um, and, and of course, you know, I read the Bible. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. So you can explain this more if you like, but what, in one word, what brings you joy? Uh, helping people. Well, you said in one word, but that was... <laughs> That's all right. Helping. But helping. <laughs> serving. I'll say that, serving, because it's a, it's a multitude of um, things you do when you serve. And it's not just ministry. And we box that into just ministry. It's beyond ministry. So serving. Mm, that's good. Okay. In, in a word, what motivates you to be successful? Um, wealth. Amen to that. And not just, not, but it's not just money. It's, it's wealth in so many different things, obtaining, you know, um, property, um, you know, being able to help the community. Um, and so all of that is, again, it's, I think it's, it's a lump in wealth because with wealth, I can do anything. I can walk through so many different doors because of the level of wealth and not just money, but even in knowledge, even in understanding, um, even in helping, um, I can, I can walk through that. So, um, I would definitely say that. Mm. I, I love it. Um, so what is, and you can you can think on this if you need to. What is one last piece of encouragement that you would like to leave for the audience? Um, and it's, it's cliche, but nothing beats a failure but a try. You know, um, if if all you have is to try, then try and try again until it does whatever it is that you want it to do. And um, I'm a firm believer. You know, write the vision and make it plain. Um, I was, and, and this is just real quick. I, I was going through my notes on my phone and in 2013, I wrote a, um, a message and I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you just so you can kind of see it. But I, I put a message in my, on my notes to say that, um, I wanted to have a printing machine for my clothing line. Um, and, and I went in kind of detail and I was going to do like a campaign to get people to give, but I never put the campaign up. I never did anything like that. Well, last year, yeah, I think last year, um, I didn't have to pay for the printing machine at all brand new in the box. Um, and I have it. And so sometimes the things that we write down, we, we don't ever go back to, but I was looking for something. And in my looking for something, I found, I was like, oh my gosh, like, man, like that is true. You know, like write the vision and make it plain. And so I think when we begin to do those things and we take on a more um, positive perspective versus the negative, um, I think it'll cause us and it'll cause our fire and our passions to burn beyond control um, and, and, and really just trust God and, and trust what you know. And even when you don't know, get an understanding with all by getting, get an understanding. Um, and it doesn't mean to stop. It means to take a pause, figure it out and, and, and pick back up and go again. Wow. <laughs> I am, I am so encouraged right now and I'm hoping that the audience feels the same way. Um, th- this is, this is, this is phenomenal. Um, everything you said has really spoke to the heart of why I started this podcast, why I started the Facebook group, why I even started doing 
a lot of things as a personal, you know, for my personal brand. It's just to encourage people that, you know, there you can you can actually do this. And I talk a lot about writing the vision. I have so many people that approach me all the time and they say, hey, I want to do this. I want to do this. I need help with this. And I say, well, do you, have you written it down yet? Well, no, well, I can't help you yet. I can't help you until you can see it materialize on paper, at, at least from there. Um, so this, yeah, everything that you said, and I mean, I know we, we run in, in similar circles, but everything that you said, which I'm not surprised about, lines up with how I feel about faith, about entrepreneurship, and just the ability and the opportunity that we have to be able to bless people and give back to people and be so much more of a blessing than a crutch. Um, and it's an awesome um, and I was going to actually touch on that, too. Um, one thing I learned, um, even in both sides of the business, on the side of the clothing line and the side of graphic design, like, I think sometimes we believe that sewing is only in money um, or sewing is only um, in church or sewing is only to get a prophetic word. The reality is you can get a prophetic word for yourself. Um, but um, I did, I started sewing my my talent i started sewing so there's some people who like you know no you know i don't have 150 and or for to do this or i don't have this to do this and and i i can typically discern which is why that's important um i can typically discern those people who are telling the truth who's like look like for real i'm really trying to get something started i really want to do this and so i'll then say okay god you know what I'll do it. And what I find out is that God begins to bless me even the more, um, or they'll come back after their business has started and like, look, you know, I really appreciate you for doing X, Y, and Z. You know, I'm sending you such and such amount of dollars. And, and, and sometimes it's in the, the time that I'm like, God, like, where are you? I need some money. Like what, mm -hmm. where, you know, and, and it's in those moments. And, um, and so I don't connect with a lot of graphic designers or a lot of um, business, sometimes some business people, simply because um, I'm not all about the money. Uh, one, because I have a full-time job. And so that takes care of everything that I need. Um, but uh, sometimes I do feel like you have to give back. And because I was at a place where, you know, no one um, would reach out or no one would reach back, rather, because I wasn't looking for a handout. I was looking for a hand up, like, help me figure this out, you know, help me, you know, um, do you have any recommendations or do you have this, that, and the third? And it was so many different times where people wouldn't say anything. Um, and, and so for that, I was just like, okay, you know, I gotta be the difference. And, and for me, it's not all about the money because when I make it about the people and I make it about the serving, um, God, then he blesses me because of that. And so, um, that's just kind of, you know, I think that's that faith piece as well, uh, because I didn't have it. And so, again, I think sometimes people ask the question, like, if you, you know, what would you tell your 16-year-old self? And so for me, it's like, what would you tell, you know, yourself as a person stepping into entrepreneurship? So I try to be that conduit as well. Um, now, I'm not going to do everything for I mean, I won't let you use me, um, but right. at the same time, you know, <laughs> you know like, this is what we're not going to do. We're not going to do this. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, I, I realized that when I do so into certain ministries and certain businesses, God definitely rewards and he shows me. Um, and sometimes it's stuff that people don't even know. You know, I've done, I designed for so many people that I'm like, man, like, God, how did that happen? 
And when I look around, it's the people whom I've given to and and helped along the way. And they're like, look, I'm looking out for you. So um, I would definitely say, you know, to whoever, you know, keep the faith, you know, um, allow it to be that safe walk. And even when your faith gets a little weary, um, you know, hold on to it still, you know. Um, so, yeah, mm. that's one. Throw that in there. That's awesome, man. So before we wrap up, um, just let everybody know how to connect with you, how to follow you, how to buy your merchandise, whatever you want to do. This is your time to shine. (laughs) (laughs) This is definitely the hardest part. Um, But um, my clothing line, um, Ambition Life Company, uh, we're on Facebook at Ambition Life Co. And it's um, behind the co with the period. Um, And on social media, um, my handle is at I Ambition Life, that's I Ambition Life, um, and the dot creative dot agency. That's also on social media on um, Instagram, and God is the plug. So it's God dot is the plug on Instagram and on social media. Again, um, it's Narasha Williams and uh, the creative agency Ambition Life Co. Those are the three that um, I have on there. I don't really use Twitter too much. And my website is www.ambitionlifeco.com and www.thecreativeagency.org. I think I said it all. <laughs> I know it's hard for us to promote ourselves. I struggle with that too. But I mean, you, you came over here and dropped some wisdom today. So I'm going to make sure that for those listening that um, the information is in the show notes. And so we will make sure you get connected. And I just need to tell you officially you have blessed me today. Um, I was running around doing stuff. I got my son in school for the first time, and my youngest son's in pre-K for the first time. And I was running around doing stuff, and my phone went off to say, you have a recording at set time. I said, oh, snap. I was throwing stuff around because I knew this was going to be special. I knew it was going to be special, and I was not let down. And I just thank you for your wisdom, for your time, because I know you're a busy woman. And... Um, I, I want you to know it's appreciated. And as soon as this comes out, I would definitely let you know. Okay, awesome. And thank you. Thank you for the opportunity as well. Um, I forgot. I was like, oh my God, when you when I saw the thing on, um, when I saw the alert, I was like, oh my God, like, what am I doing? Because I, I was finishing another Zoom call with work. Um, but again, I do appreciate the opportunity. I appreciate the genuineness. I mean, I think that sometimes that what we forget. And so I do appreciate that um, and wanting to see everybody win. Um, I've, you know, we've, you know, connected here and there. Um, and I've never seen you to be that person of, you know, um, like, oh, I got to get a one up on you. It's literally you win, like everybody wins. And so um, it's almost that everybody eats beef everybody eats um and so um, i want to you know say thank you for that and thank you for having me on um i enjoyed the conversation and i hope the people who are listening are encouraged um are inspired um and they start their businesses whatever that business is figure it out start it tune in for a fresh episode of the brand new life podcast every other monday morning at 5 a.m eastern subscribe today at trevisbailey.com or on itunes Google Podcast, Stitcher, or Spotify.